2: Hello, and welcome to Tender Loving Care with your host, myself, Pauline. And my darling Kate. Every week, Kate and I break down a show from the TLC network, the name of the network that I believe for the longest time was an acronym for Tender, Loving Care. When I found out it stood for the Learning Channel and I saw the types of shows that are on that channel, my deep confusion bred this podcast. Each week, Kate and I will randomly select a show after spinning our Wheel of Shame, which contains only the trashiest of trash TLC and Discovery Plus shows that we will be studying. Hi,
0: Kate. Hi, happy belated Halloween, everyone.
2: Yes, happy, happy Halloween. It, I fulfilled all my fantasies of my true self. I think I need to throw out all of my clothes and just simply wear Victorian, be that person in LA that's walking around like vintage Victorian clothing because Kate- it was amazing.
0: It suits you. You wear you it well. So Thank
2: you so much. Yeah, Didn't have to whiten the face too much, put dark <laughs> under the eyes. And it was an Isaac Mizrahi Jack dress. I got a vintage shop for like 20 bucks and it was perfect Victorian. And um, I felt very much at home, Kate.
0: You nailed it. I love that photo. Thank
2: you so much. Um, so guys, I hope you all had a fab Halloween. Kate, did you end up doing anything? Any pumpkin carving even? <laughs>
0: into a single mm. thing, which is such a bummer, but I just wasn't in the mood. I wasn't feeling festive and feeling it's kind of junky. Yeah. So it, it wasn't the most exciting Halloween for me, but I, next year there's always next year
2: there's oh god willing god, god willing. Knowing. there's always next well next year um yes I did I didn't do anything on Halloween night I had candy here and I didn't get that many trick-or-treaters but I did carve pumpkins on Monday with a couple of my friends and their dog that was dressed up as Freddy Krueger which <laughs> was <laughs> unbelievable Amazing. um so and then we went to um a little area where i live that has a lot of the people near where i live uh, i live near some of the studios so there's people that live here that are all involved in um the entertainment industry and studio stuff so they have all of these amazing houses done up with the props like there was one harry potter house that had a full on train in their front like a part of their train in the front garden that was having steam coming out oh. they had full-on quidditch on their roof it yeah. they had the harry, it was unbelievable some of this stuff so we went and looked at all of that oh, and so cool. um yeah it was a very
0: spooky
2: <laughs> halloween so i i enjoyed it i don't want to take down the decorations but i i will take them down because i've got to start my Christmas decorations.
0: Right so, on to the next, yeah, yeah.
2: I've got all of that. So acceptable timeline. I'm thinking, do I have to wait till after Thanksgiving?
0: No, okay. You're English anyway.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's true. So that will be <laughs> next, guys. Um, I'll tell you something. We, I, guys, if you are looking for something to watch, you know, you always want to watch spooky movies. I, when we were doing pumpkin carving, we were doing the classics. We were doing Scream. We were doing. Um, I Know What You Did Last Summer, like all of the greats, right? All the great spooky movies that you'd watch at sleepovers. And then one of my friends was like, I want to watch Five Nights at Freddy. It is, if anyone has watched this film, can you Five Nights at Freddy with, sorry, I don't know the right title, but you know what it is. It's about the one that you've seen with the animatronic like bears in a place that he's a security guard
0: what is that about okay yeah what
2: was going on in that film I (laughs) do know that it's based on a video game so I know as much of that like it was this like viral kind of game a couple of years back I remember my friend was playing it in San Diego but this movie (laughs) I, I didn't know what it was if someone has watched it and seen the end of it it was these it was like repetitive, it was leading you one way. I didn't know if it was supposed to be a horror, a comedy. I didn't know what it was. Half about kidnapping
0: kids, but then the kids' souls are like in the bears, but then this
2: <laughs> I don't know. I honestly I was lost, dude. I was okay,
0: lost. I've been I've seen that around, just the poster for it, and I've been wondering what that is. So interesting. You know what movie confused me so much was um Bo is Afraid. Did you see that?
2: No. What is that? beau is afraid
0: it's the latest um Ari Aster is that the filmmaker who did like Midsommar and Hereditary oh
2: and I, I mean that's right up my alley I don't know that at all let me look that up Bo is afraid
0: Bo is afraid listeners if you've seen it please dm us tender loving care podcast and tell me what you thought of this movie because Matt and I went and it First of all we didn't realize it's very long. It oh, is God. like 3 hours long or something. Nope. Out <laughs> done. And it just you think it's doing one thing and then it's one of those movies that totally changes tone and stuff like partway through and you're just like what is going on? It is such an odd film. I've um, just
2: pulled it up. I didn't know uh Kim phoenix was in it so you know it's mm. gonna be something i either yeah. love his stuff or i don't <laughs> um it, following yeah. the sudden death of his mother a mild-mannered but anxiety-ridden man confronts his darkest fears as he embarks on an epic odyssey back no i'm out i wouldn't watch that
0: mm-hmm. i didn't i didn't like it i didn't like mm. it i left just like i will never get those hours back of my life But I know some people were like, "Oh, you just don't get it," and I'm like, "Whatever." It's so edgy. Uh. edgy. Did
2: you ever watch um, the film Everything, Everywhere, All at Once? Like
0: that? Is that really good? I've still never seen it. Oh, I think we've talked about this on the podcast before you have to see it I sobbed after that movie I cried it's so good so so good I need to watch it again
2: there was a guy that I fancied that told me he just watched it and he loved it I was like oh I have to watch it then (laughs) (laughs) but um then I stopped talking to him so I didn't watch the film but maybe I need to watch it maybe I do
0: that's a good one that's a good one probably my favorite film of the year I'd say
2: And this is, uh, welcome back to Movie Chat with... Movie Corner. (laughs) Movie
0: Corner. Let's Uh,
2: get into some serious shit, Kate. Now, guys, uh, we picked, Wheel of Shame picked a beauty. It was in the spooky theme. We were so excited. It's called Vampires in America. Kate's going to read the synopsis in a second. I just want you to know, forget everything that you think this show was going to be about. And prepare yourself for what this show actually was. I think it's, I I said this, we had that big Finding Bigfoot. I thought that was one of the best shows we've ever covered. This is in the top five.
0: Oh my God. I'm going to try to read this description without laughing because this gave me such joy. Okay. Vampires in America an alarming surge in missing person cases sends vampire hunters to arizona to investigate if a pack of blood-sucking fiends has emerged from hibernation but their high-tech hunt uncovers a plan far more nefarious than they could have ever imagined woo
2: that's it <laughs> okay <laughs> this i, I was have, psych- like s- I mean, six we are just. not stop exaggerating. There is six pages of notes worthy. I want to set this up. I have t- said on the podcast many times. I 100 believe that vampires exist. I usually don't even use that word at night because I do believe these exist. On this podcast, we've seen people chasing obviously ghosts, Bigfoot mythical creatures Mothman. i mean we've been through we've run the gamut of stuff but we've never really seen a v show so this came up on wheel of shame it's a one-off one hour and 24 minutes i was thrilled kate i thought finally people were gonna see the work that people are doing to you know bring it to the the general consensus that v's do exist especially in america so i was thrilled and you see like you you i mean this the reviews of it i'll get to but it comes up oh. black screen black screen and it's like gives you a statistic about how missing people in the southwest of california between 2019 and 2020 has increased by 30% then straight onto a guy right being interviewed vampire hunter vampires are real and they walk amongst us so i'm in i'm like this is my show the the <laughs> the left turn it so rapidly took afterwards kate bl- please tell us about eric street and marcel von Tegen, please okay
0: so yes straight in the action starts i had to pause this it took me Two and a half hours to get through. So I kept sure. pausing it and laughing my ass off and telling someone about it. Sure. So, Eric and Marcel, we hear about Eric's first encounter. And what you have to kind of get on board with with this documentary is that they're yes, not a gonna- documentary. This very serious documentary that definitely happened. Yeah. So they are going to tell you something. They're not mm. going to really give you the backstory or no, say no. why they think that or what really happened. Mm-hmm. They're just going to throw stuff at you and move on. So Eric right. is like, I had my first encounter with vampires yeah. in 1988, Scotland. Yep. I was yep. drawn in by this charming, mm. handsome man. And then I saw his fangs pop out and I got out of there and then they move on. And you're End like, story. Um, in what history. else happened? Where, uh, where were was, you?
2: Where was this in Scotland? What happened? How did you come across it? Were you already hunting vampires then? What? Oh, they they constantly go into their experiences. So Eric, so that was Eric, and then we had yeah. Marcel von Tegen, who is prime, oh. has a very strong German accent, and he claims that <laughs> I'm watching at this, but so you're watching. You're maybe like five, ten minutes in, and you're going. Yeah. God, this documentary is like dead serious. No pun intended. It's like this is intense. And he says, uh, "I've been a uh, my my history of vampires. I'm actually the twenty fifth generation of vampire hunters." And that's when that's when it went, Pauline. <laughs> I don't know if this show is exactly what you thought it was going to be.
0: A five generations, like the fourteen hundreds.
2: He traced it back. Then he goes into, yeah, you know, I used to go with my, uh, go with my father when he used oh. to hunt vampires. And in my head, I'm thinking, no, 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 hold on, Hope, Pauline. Hold out that this actually could be a proper documentary about people that, that hunt vampires. He says, yeah, and I did see him, uh, you know, kill a vampire in front of me. So then I'm thinking, is he admitting to his dad murdering someone in the street and he witnessed it as a child? No, it was a
0: vampire, so it doesn't matter. It's fine. But then there's no more details given about that story. And I was like, cut this documentary. Let's get the dad on here and talk mm-hmm. about this. Like, what sure. happened? Who was this guy? How'd you come across him? How'd you kill him? Obviously, you chopped his back with a no.
2: machete. Uh, uh, yeah, because you, these are the best way. You know, they go kind of go everything. They said, yeah. you know garlic they don't like it. it might repel them crucifix will keep them away and you know the whole thing about staking in the heart so these two guys are like in their 50s talking about this like stake in the heart you just have to be really really accurate because the heart's only this big so best way you know just just cut the head off and uh i carry a machete with me all the time just to cut a vampire's head off the, so that's it. at all times then so- they're like and i wear this little this is great it's like do you see this and they have a little <laughs> scarf it's like this is actually a kevlar scarf that I wear around my neck uh just so just so I can't be bitten
0: because you know if they see my pulsating uh uh, artery it could cause a frenzy at any time so you got to keep it covered
2: and I'm thinking sorry uh, this is a doc this is a documentary okay move on so we're in Arizona Kate
0: they give us, yeah, So uh, they teach you a lot I mean, without a lot. really backing any of it up with anything. They're just cool. throwing stuff at you. Uh, vampires are romanticized, pop culture. They're actually not capable of love. They're totally evil. Uh-huh. And we get a quick history lesson. Prehistoric creatures evolved around 6,800. 800- bc it's a type of hominid but it's not human they all this stuff migrated they just kept they kept throwing around europe like they wouldn't do you notice that they they would never say where they were just like and they migrated from europe and you're like okay
2: well which country how did this happen how did they get here when are you actually they said it was i mean what i love as well is the um the 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 way they punctuate all of these statements is absolute fact, nothing to back it up. They're like, "Well, we all know the vampires came to America during the Civil War."
0: Oh, um, do we? Amidst the chaos, you know, oh, they just snuck in. Um, got it. And then they just be like, "We estimate there's twenty thousand vampires in the U.S." End then of story.
2: The end of it. Then they tell you stuff like, um, "Yeah, you know." Uh, not a lot of people know this um but unfortunately most most vampire hunters are killed by vampires are they oh well like who give us one name one name and one evidence and when we get onto evidence they have this whole area that is like their working kind of office when they start showing the supposed like police reports autopsy reports and the camera's just like flashing down on a computer where it says body autopsy performed bloods blood drained so even at this point i'm holding out thinking maybe these two have just been that you know discovery just really wanted to like pump this up and these guys are real like they do go out and they do go and hunt and look like people do for ghosts they do that for vampires but then they start talking about investigate because it's all in Arizona. Stuff has been going down in Arizona, and it's not just Coyote Pass and Cody and his ringlets. It's a lot more serious than that. They said a lot of people have been going missing, and there is luckily, luckily, there's this software called VNet, and um, VNet means you can go on puts so that's, that's like for the big vampire hunter community, you know. um, so they find they're doing let's let's cross let's cross-reference that a lot a lot of that was being shouted out. Let's cross-reference that. Can you pull up that report? That was being said a lot. Um and they discover, you know, their main thing is in Arizona, there's a lot of people turning up, a lot of people, no names, turning up with their blood drained. So they have to kind of investigate this, hunt down these vampires. So Kate, they find articles about cattle that have mm-hmm. been found by this farmer that we'll get on to, um, this rancher, and the, the cattle had been found and they'd had like their organs taken out, their blood drained, and it just kept happening. So they thought, we have got to investigate. Because everyone knows, everyone knows, that when you find a lot of dead cattle like this, there's vampires around.
0: Yeah, obviously. Everyone knows that. So... They head off to the set of the ranch. I'm sorry, the ranch. And and it was they meet rancher Mm. slash actor Jacob Pritchens. Guys. So this guy, tell me about this guy, Polly.
2: So this is like one of the first scenes outside of the interviews of these two guys and their office. So you could kind of look at it and go, if you've ever watched Ghost Hunters, you think, well, okay, so it's these two guys that are interviewing, they seem genuine enough that they could be these guys that literally do this as a hobby, like the Bigfoot people. Okay, got it, buy it. And their office was like, definitely part of a set as well because they had to make it look decent, look good. Eh, Okay, I can buy that. Then they walk up to this man that's supposedly the the, the rancher that's found all this cattle that they're interviewing. And I think this person Googled how to play a rancher five minutes before he got onto this set. And it's as though he's chewing like a little bit of hay in his mouth and he takes it out and he's like, howdy. This is an Arizona, full on <laughs> Southern Texan
0: accent. He's He's got his crisp American Eagle plaid shirt on. He's He's got that handsome, rugged. just general rugged actor face. And he's leaning casually against his shovel. He's like, hey, boys.
2: <laughs> and then the conversation consists of lots of dramatic pauses. And then, you know... So it's it's all Southern. He's got a full-on Southern accent in Arizona. And I'm not saying, but this guy couldn't have played this better if he tried to make us then all realize, oh, this is all a hoax, this entire show, or is it? Like you can't even, the conclusion we'll get to at the end, but he speaks about, you know, I found my cattle and pause. I don't know what's going on here. And then they go, well, Definitely. Let's let's take a look at where you found them, so they go over and they go, yeah. They look look at photos. Luckily, they have great crisp photos of the the animals. Uh, yeah, it's vampire work. It's vampire work. And um and the rancher says and the and he, this is this is his level, right? Of of this documentary. Uh, so he says, well, you know you know what was really strange, Because other animals they wouldn't go near the bodies pause then we cut to an interview with vampire hunters yeah it's very common like everyone knows that um when a vampire is made a kill uh animals won't go near the body
0: scavengers so, steer clear and- at
2: that point i'm going what the fuck am i watching <laughs> what is this so I'm googling, watching, laughing, half yeah. still hoping it's real because yeah. they said at the beginning they were like, names have been changed to protect the innocent. So I'm like, okay, maybe they got an actor to be brought in to play this part. I'm hope I'm hoping and praying, Kate. I am hoping and praying <laughs> at this point.
0: Oh, I know, same. So then, I mean, I had I had pretty much accepted that this was all fake, but. Um, so what ends up happening in this conversation is this rancher tells them oh so yeah I've I've definitely told the police about this but they kind of lost interest but you know who didn't lose interest the vet so maybe (gasps) you should go talk to the vet and they're like oh we're on it so they head to the they race to the vet's office and um they talk with I mean, what do you have about that? I don't even I know. Literally, if I literally my that.
2: notes are just a lot of what the fuck. Yes. How, what? <laughs> so they go to this vet and the vets obviously can see them straight away. And these two guys are like, you know, we kind of have to protect our identity. We just say we're investigators. The vet says, you know what? Pause this is one of the strangest cases I've ever seen. I mean, it yeah. was these people chewing the scene. They were making every single dramatic pause, hesitation that they possibly got. They should have just looked directly down the lens of the camera because it would have probably been more realistic than what we were watching. It was unbelievable.
0: Um <laughs> There were no, you're right. There were, there were no, um, yeah. And I don't know. I just, uh, it was, no, it wasn't realistic Mm -hmm. talking. They were delivering lines. And so then they, they go back, they search their database for victims. Sorry.
2: VNet. VNet.
0: They go back Mm. to VNet, clack, Mm. clack, clack. They're on the keyboard Yeah, and they see they're searching the database for victims that had blood drained and organs removed. And they're able to find a bunch of hits of all these people that were murdered and had all the blood drained out of them a lot. They start listing them. They list like 10 people. And then they go to meet up with a private investigator. Oh, Tim Fullen. And they're like, yeah. So Tim's going to have the insight, you know, the inside scoop that of stuff that we can't access all these medical records, all this stuff he'll be able to tell us. And I'm like, what? And so they meet up there like he's been working on one of these cases mm. and so they're like hey Tim he's like hi guys there's no introduction or anything ever it's just no. like scene and scene start the scene yeah. and they're like so where did this all happen where did this person get murdered and he's like actually right over here and they stroll over and there's this like wonky white cross stuck into the ground mm-hmm. and he's like it, it actually happened right here Right here, I think because I could see some disturbed dirt. And then one of the guys is like, Hold on, hold on, hold on. And he gets out this kit and he's yeah. like, Actually, this might be the dirt from their home country. And they scattered it to let the other Vs know that this is, you know, a good place to feed or whatever he said.
2: Yeah. We learn that Vs will take soil. And you may have seen this, guys, in what we do in the shadows, because it is at that level. It is at that level that we're watching this, just with less production value um, and shit actors. So they said that Well, we all know that vampires have to take soil from their home country wherever they travel. They like to leave it by a victim to let other Vs know that they're there. Um, If you ever see just a V graffitied with a circle around it, that's Vs warning them, safe passage through here um so they take some of that and this investigator um who's as much of an investigator as that tree outside your window is um they he's going what's going on guys and they're taking soil and testing it and the one um vampire hunter looks up to the other and he goes it's positive um if there's ammonia it's a high a high like percentage of ammonia in the soil um, which isn't common to here. It's usually common to Eastern European countries, of course, where the Vs oh. come from.
0: <laughs> yeah, they get a call later from like the dirt scientist or whatever. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, well, we tested the dirt and guess what? It wasn't urine from an animal. <laughs> They're like, oh my God. He's like, yep, it actually contains chernozem. You know Trinosum. what country? That's you know sad. which country soils one fifth Chernozem? Romania. Uh, bios, bam, ding, ding, ding 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 <laughs> What was so great is that I loved that this
2: scientist apparently who is doing this. This he says he also said, "Okay, that's so strange." He said, "Well, it did a little bit of uh, digging around, uh, like he did extra research to find out exactly what country this could be from." I mean, it's mm-hmm. the biggest load of shit. And so then we go from them investigating this death oh, of some made up night name to then um going back and the uh then saying oh this is like the, the investigator well they're still out there in the middle of the desert in Arizona um sorry oh California wherever they were filming this and they said um you know what was it It's always you know what was strange and they said what and they said the flesh from one of their legs was removed this this person that died and they go well and pause there were teeth marks. Ding. So they're like, is there any way we could maybe see photos from the autopsy or bones? Just a private investigator says, you know what? Back in my office, I actually have a plaster mold of this dead human's uh, bones. If you want to check them out. Yeah. Great. So they all head back to the office. This was, I love this part. So then they have a look and they get the book and they look, and there's two little dots and they, and they look at each other. And they go, Yeah. Yeah, this is it. And then they bring out of their um, bag a a real cast of a vampire's mouth with the fangs, and they put it in, and they see, see, it's perfect. Then this event. Whoa, guys, what is this? Who are you? Well, we have got to be real with you. We're not actually investigators. We're vampire hunters.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with quins.
2: What? What? Then this is great. The purple right behind you guys, guys, can you put the cameras down, please? I loved it. Can you put the cameras down? So then the cameras are down and they go outside. And you- luckily, the door was open just enough so you can still see and hear everything that's going on. The investigator goes, Listen, I can't be, I can't have anything to do with this. I can't really introduce him.
0: No, he's... I can't talk about ghosts and goblins.
2: Oh, yeah. Ghosts and goblins. I can't (laughs) talk about ghosts and goblins. (laughs) But but luckily, Kate, he did have some more information. And he said, but look, there's a guy in town I think you should speak to. All right? And his name is blah, 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 blah. And um, look, he claims that he, like, survived a vampire attack. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to be involved in this anymore, guys, but that's who you want to be talking to. And then they go and meet this guy. And this was, they speak first, hunting him down, like on the phone. So then they get hold of the mother and the mother's going, I got to warn you, he can be very erratic and very violent and don't believe anything he said. He's always been a
0: liar. We're supposed to believe that this mother offers up to complete Mm -hmm. strangers. They don't say who they are at all. And she's just all of a sudden like, oh, the incident. Yeah, I haven't spoken to him or seen him for a couple months. He's pretty sick. He gets extremely violent. Mm -hmm. I just want to say, I don't believe his story. He's, yeah, he's always been an attention seeker of like, give me a break. And then she reveals the address of one of her other kids to these complete strangers. Sure. Sure. And that's where they head. So they go there
2: and the cap they knock on the door and he like gingerly like opens the door a little bit at night by the way if i'd been attacked by a v god forbid it's one of my worst nightmares i would not be opening the door at night but anyway they open the door at night i mean i don't know why i'm picking on that as like one of the big faults of this show anyway um they they um he opens the door this guy and he's like what do you want who are you we just want to talk to you about the incident and then he unlocks and then he like pounces on them and there's a scuffle and the camera goes down anyway they end up sitting in pitch black in this place he's living in to have an interview with him oh and he's so distraught okay he can't even oh. i mean i mean central casting did really well with this and he's yeah. like, look i just i don't want to talk about it okay i was i was homeless and i said these two guys they just said i could stay with them and then they didn't let me leave and then you know they asked if they could drink my blood and uh they did and then I woke up with a needle in me and then oh, I, I can't talk about this guys anyway it goes on like that he tells them like where this all happened so they said let's go and have a look there did they you go- notice
0: wait sorry I interrupt. not know did you notice that when he showed them the scratch on his arm it was literally like a painted marker is painted on he he described he's like they were stabbing me stabbing at my arm sucking my blood it was so violent and then he pulls up his arm and it's like a sharpie line (laughs) i mean he was was, i would say or as you would say he was like giving me bobo aaron paul from breaking bad would be good like breaking bad like Mm -hmm. he had the shaved head and he was just like
2: so distraught
0: so distraught
2: yeah um i mean there's so much this they oh. then go they then go to this like abandoned haulage yard right and they said it's known <laughs> for homeless people to be living there so they're going through and they're looking at all the tents and like oh it's all abandoned i've never seen a cleaner homeless encampment encampment in my life and i live in los angeles which means they're everywhere never seen anything cleaner in my life nope. so they're going across it all then they find something that possibly could look like a box that something could have slept in unsure unsure this is now this is empty man there's nothing here there's nothing here and they're going in between these crates and then the cameraman is like here and the one of the investigators investigators is here and the cameraman goes hey behind you and luckily the cameraman caught it and he turns around and there's this dark shadow and then they're off they're running after this guy. They don't know if it's a vampire. They don't know if it's someone that survived an attack. They're running through luckily the camera's catching all of this. Right. Um
0: It was Jeff. Did. It was Jeff the PA. It
2: was Jeff the PA dressed all in black. Yeah. Then they don't they don't find him, uh, unfortunately. uh um, ah, he got away. He got away. But they knew what they luckily had with them is they carry not only a machete with them, they also have luminol constantly. So they was going around spraying luminol everywhere, which, guys, if you're un, un, unfamiliar with, it is a genuine um chemical makeup thing that you spray and it will reveal blood stains, right? And it's used in crime scenes and things. They're walking around spraying this with their machete in the middle of the night in a homeless encampment. And what is so great, Kate, is that finally they get a hit. And it's the most perfect hand mark I've ever seen just dragged down the side of this truck. Perfect. And and that means there's definitely been vampires here.
0: I love how their line of logic is so simple and it takes such great leaps. And they never connect the dots for you really. Like it's basically like there's increased disappearances Mm -hmm. in Southwest United States. There's missing cattle, loose dirt. There's a random guy with a scratch on his arm. Mm. Vampires are plotting a takeover of the United States.
2: Obviously, that's
0: what that's the theory that they start to present to you like halfway through this. They're like, it's going to be a takeover. Obviously,
2: takeover. They're all getting stronger, they're getting together. Then they go back and they search VNet for some more information. They find that there has just been clusters of all of these disappearances. They are terrified. Um, they go to the warehouse district um, where the German investigator says, ah, I'm familiar with this. In Berlin, I've seen a lot of raves and vampires like to hold these raves because it's easy picking of people. It goes (laughs) on. They then find out the person that owns this warehouse has warehouses, quote, coast to coast. And they are horrified because they're realizing, Kate, they're everywhere. This they're made, everywhere.
0: This made me think of Nadja's nightclub. Nadja. Yeah. <laughs> it's cracking up. Uh yeah, they is this the point where they just go to an abandoned mine outside of Tucson? Oh,
2: that, that, that comes a little bit later. Um, oh, okay. so they're going, they're going around all the warehouses. They find a lot of en- empty coffins, which was convenient. Definitely there. They're finding the soil. They're finding everything, Kate. Then they went to, then they decided to go back to the office, right. look at the maps and they see, well, look, if all the warehouses are here, where would they be? Oh, there's an abandoned mine shaft. So then they all go down there at night. Now I'm thinking if I'm a V-hunter, why not go during the day?
0: Why one, are you going at night? <laughs> one of one of two V-hunters in the United States, according to these guys, they claim they're the only two in the U.S.,
2: yes that's i know even though apparently it's well known that they didn't want to talk about it but a lot of vampire hunters you know get killed on the job
0: so but th- yeah apparently but they yeah you're right they have almost no caution when they're going to look for them they're well, just they strolling ha- in uh,
2: they have a machete and please don't forget one of them is the 25th generation of vampire hunters? I think he knows what he's doing, Kate. All right. You're right.
0: Oh, How could I doubt him? How could so I even anyway, doubt him? So anyway, they're
2: wandering around a cave at night, and um, it was the cameraman ended up getting something again. Um, there was they were turning one corner and the cameraman was behind them, and you just saw whoosh, through the camera. Whoosh, something went past the camera. We don't know what it was. Um, got the machete out, found some more coffins, found some soil. How did this end?
0: They, okay, so there's a lot of what we love, which is like, what's that? Did you hear that? What's over there? And then they find candles on the ground and they go, oh, it's a telltale sign they're here. They are here. They're 100% here. Mm -hmm. And then they find some backpacks and they just Mm -hmm. conveniently pull out a calculus book and some makeup. Sure. That Jeff, the PA I just bought at the Walgreens. Uh, uh, And they're like, oh, there's high schoolers here. This could be bad. This could be real bad. And then um, they go to uh, th- that's kind of how it ended. They were just like, they were here.
2: It was, the con- oh yeah, I remember now. I don't know how I could forget any detail of this. It was the conclusion that they are after the young because we learn right. that vampires, once they get the blood, the younger blood, the youngest blood that they can get the better because it's extra strength it's as though they're on yeah. a drug and they just want younger and younger and they look at each other and conclude there are hundreds and hundreds hundreds and thousands of v's here and they are all gonna start getting closer and closer they're moving into the city of is it phoenix we're in where are we in arizona
0: uh phoenix tucson phoenix, they tucson. they kind of they bop around
2: they're bopping around hopping and bopping yep. and they're just coming closer into the city so basically we're all we're all fucked we're, yeah, um screwed. and that
0: was the end of it on Un- well uns- the storage units was how it ended
2: what was in the storage
0: so oh, what I have yes. is first they went to the cave and then they went and um met that guy Tony at the rave oh. warehouse. There was yep. like an arcade and all this stuff. And then he's like, well, the guy that books the raves is Ser Serge Sergei Ser- Ser- hey Molovic or something. Yes. And then They look him up and they see that there was a guy with that name in Arizona, Mm. but he's been dead since the 1920s. So they think (laughs) he's a vampire that went into hibernation. They show this like Photoshop black and white photo. It's hilarious. Mm. And then they go into their super secret, super secret database. And they find an S Molab, like a similar name. And they're, they're like, he owns hundreds of properties in every major U S city. The closest one is four miles away. Let's go. And it turns out to be a bunch of storage units and all the doors are conveniently open. So they're mm-hmm. kicking open mm-hmm. the doors mm-hmm. and then they're casually kicking open these coffins. Like I yes. say, no regard for safety seemingly. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Except for the machete. The got guy with machete. the machete, he's Just he's just got it in his hand casually. And they find an empty jar with blood remnants. That and was then great. They... That was great, guys. <laughs> and then they just keep kicking them open, seeing them kicking them open. And then eventually they see the mark of the V with a line through it. And they were like, this means they know they're caught and they're ready to attack. And then, <laughs> and then they were like, well, by our count, that means that there's, I don't know, 20,000 Vs just here in Arizona. So that means it's more likely than ever that your neighbors are vampires. As we said. So So watch out.
2: I don't, I haven't, I must admit, I haven't heard about how Arizona's doing with this massive vampire influx, but um, seemingly it hasn't made the news, strangely. yeah. So this ends, and of course, I know you were doing the same thing, Googling the shit out of what is this? Yes. So I could not make head nor tails of if they went into this, It's kind of, I think they went into this thinking we will do like a ghost hunters. But then they realized they couldn't find any actual vampire hunters and there would be no story. Not that I'm saying they don't exist because they do exist, especially in America. I've told you that they do exist. Um, So they needed, I guess, to pump up the story. And then they were like, let's just all... I don't understand, Kate. Was this supposed to be something comedic? Was this supposed to be something that was trying to actually fool people what was the show?
0: I saw some Facebook posts on Eric's page. Um <gasps> he's one of the V hunters. So yes. I went on a little down a rabbit hole because first Good. I found first I found people talking about it on the Discovery Plus subreddit, okay?
2: Absolutely. And
0: this very amazing uh redditor put all these links. He put a link to Eric's IMDb page, his Facebook page. What? Uh he said the movie he's a movie producer the movie is the premise to his book vampire killers of route 66 which is on amazon he linked it all this stuff he said this guy on reddit said this show is obviously an attempt to cash in on his book and make it a tv series blah 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 so then i click on his facebook page this guy one of these vampire hunters we saw on the right. show and his name's eric and he posted um to kind of announce that the show was coming out. And um, he said, sorry, hold on. Okay, he said, Vampires in America update. This two-hour special is now airing on Travel Channel, Discovery+, Plus, Hulu, and Amazon Prime. It is very gratifying to see something we have worked on for many years. Lies finally come together for those who haven't seen the promos and trailer. It's posted here. If you like what you see, please go online and watch the entire show. And then one of his Facebook friends commented, there were a few that were like, Oh, so exciting, blah, blah, blah. And then this one person comments, sorry, but people say it fake made up and that you both actors and that you made goofs that prove it fake. They're there are no vampires on earth, it's just fantasy. But are there people that like to drink real blood or pretend blood and are drinking red wine, etc., instead? Yes, but in reality, no real vampires except vampires' bats. <laughs> I was dying. I was like, I
2: calling. that's possibly one of the best comments that could be left on his. Page. So, I but, so okay, so he wrote a book. That he's trying to a, a work of fiction uh-huh. about about a, a fantasy book about these then mm-hmm. he but he got it made into like a faux a, a mockumentary
0: well let me read this is the description of the book so vampire killers of route 66 when a map documenting where hundreds of vampires' safe houses are located a team of highly skilled hunters is summoned to destroy the demons of the night before they destroy us yeah um okay. so then then he posted and i was like maybe he he knows it's not so serious because then he posted on facebook like a little bit after it had been out and um he's sharing that there's a podcast talking about the show
2: okay yeah. Yeah, we get on this list, okay. And so
0: um he says in this post uh vampires in america is the topic of a funny thoughtful and engaging podcast entitled guide to the unknown after getting past the initial weirdness of being the primary topic of this very comedic duo i really enjoyed their Uh. insights commentary and most of all their humor if you have time and want some very good insight into vampires in america Kristen anderson and will rogers are quite entertaining and he posted a link to their podcast episode so I think we need to link up with these guys. We
2: need to link up. I, I'm still not any clearer on how <laughs> this got greenlit. I have I no clue. I will read you some reviews, which, are, oh, by the way, you you, Kate, great research, great research. Thank you. you, Thank, you. Um, Thank you. Um, the reviews are usually some some of these shows that are so bizarre on um TLC and Discovery some of the reviews are better than the shows at times so this is oh, yeah. this is this is um a review written by a man called Dr. Ken Uh oh, I'm gonna go out on a limb and just say he's not a doctor if he's <laughs> writing a review about vampires in America just gonna say this was seven months ago one star Come on, Travel Channel! What happened to your standards? This show is worse than garbage. If this would let me give a negative number, then that's how I would rate it. I'm shocked the Travel Channel has reduced its standards to allow such a show, in brackets, uh, more like an extended middle school skit. It is not a fact-based reality TV show and has nothing to do with travel the worst acting I have ever seen, almost comical. Indeed, whoever the script writer was doesn't know anything about alignment or consistency. Perhaps they're still in middle school. The premise of this show is laughable and borderline dangerous, in my opinion. My fear is this show will trigger people to run around Nevada... It was Arizona with machetes looking for vampires at truck stops. Drop this junk and run away fast.
0: First of all, <laughs> almost laughable. I'd say it's entirely laughable.
2: <laughs> and I would
0: say, Dr. Ken,
2: should you not be concentrating on your medical practice? You know, you're writing like a five paragraph review <laughs> of this show. And I think you've got better things to do. And it, I love this. My face is gonna trigger people to run around Nevada with machetes. Arizona. How many times <laughs> they mentioned Arizona?
0: <laughs> Arizona, this, Arizona that. Oh, also, oh, someone, someone on the subreddit, so really good. quick. They they go, I'm voting fake for a couple of reasons, having to do oh, with production. Cool. One, how did a camera just happen to catch someone running across the view in the cave? Okay. Two. why didn't they look behind themselves when a vampire was standing between the trailers surely the cameraman would have said something and then he goes i work in telecom so here's the geeky reason i'm not buying the show at one hour and four minutes and 52 seconds they show a scene from the alleyway of their phoenix arizona hq sign on adjacent building says world nails 323 7073 mm. google maps and they're located at 2427 broadway in los angeles yeah. so critical <laughs> so critical error with wrong area code and verified <laughs> <laughs> that
2: I had seen that when I was googling I was like that had popped up I was like that is brilliant all of this oh, was filmed in downtown Los Angeles absolutely. every single bit of it was filmed there so guys I mean Kate what would you rate this outstanding piece oh of television god.
0: oh my god 600 this is so funny this gave me so I mean, much joy
2: I'm gonna give it 666 x. am gonna go above 600 <laughs> and do 666 wow. um, I would also just like to say guys if anything I am <laughs> If anything happens to me from the time this, this I'm recording this to next time we speak, please understand a V took me. I need to put that out there because we are, this is a horror movie. We're mocking about Vs and stuff going on and then who, it's nighttime. So I just want to put that out there, guys, please. If anything <sighs> happens to me, look to the Vs. Get these two to investigate my death, okay?
0: There it goes me sleeping tonight thank
2: you oh my you're welcome. god you're welcome okay well oh <laughs> it was brilliant i oh, we both obviously recommend watching it you yeah. don't the acting was br- oh, it was first class guys it really was first so class. good get a glass As of wine and terrible.
0: watch this yeah oh, it was brilliant
2: well okay it's time to go over to our wheel of shame because we need to pick something as as equally as brilliant as this last show. So, guys, let's head on over to the Wheel of Shame. Read the Wheel of Shame! All right. Um, like I say, the pickings are kind of thin, but we still have some great ones on here. So let's just spin it, Kate. I don't know if we're going to top what we just had, but let's spin it and go. Three, two, one. Spin All right, come on, give us a good one. Give us a good one. Come on, come on, come on. I'm not looking, I'm not looking. I know you can't match it, but we have got for next week. (laughs) Okay, this is very old school TLC. Okay, and I hope there's going to be some reenactments. It is called... Awake surgery. Uh, So it's people getting that are going to wake up halfway through surgery. So that's what you're getting, folks. I'm sorry, we can't bring you the level of brilliance of Vampires in America every week. We've had Finding Bigfoot, Vampires in America. Next week, you're getting Awake surgery. And I'm going to go out on a limb, no pun intended here, that it's going to be multiple stories that consist of and I just remember waking up and seeing the doctor operating on me. That's the
0: entire show. <laughs> Basically. I will say it, it. it is all cosmetic too. So
2: great all right yeah. excellent that's excellent. it that's it so you're welcome guys that is what we have for next week it's going to be awake surgery um and i'm sure it's gonna be shit all right so <laughs> as we um move on before we leave you um i know this is coming to you a little bit late we also released today as you're listening to this our 90 day um fiance coverage so go and check that out on friday we will have our bravo show we are covering salt lake city i just watched it and um, it's a doozy of an episode that Monica's mother, I will be getting into her. Um, and of course, Beverly Hills. And apparently in this week's episode, aired tonight, but in this week's episode, we see Maurizio. Yes, I so will continue to call him Maurizio. And um, Kyle having an argument. So we'll, so we'll see what's going on there. Um, we'll be covering that on Friday. Um, we'll also be discussing all the stuff that's come out with Ramona, the Vanity Fair article. We got a lot to discuss in the Bravo world. Yes. Um, and happy Bravo Con week. Happy Bravo Con week for you lucky duckies that are there. Um uh what else was I gonna say? Yes, so remember to follow us on Instagram, please, at Tender Loving Care Podcast. Email us at tenderlovingcarepod at gmail.com. And also, I think that Kate and I are not letting you guys know enough. We'll put some more posts on Instagram, but you may be watching us right now on YouTube. We have our YouTube channel. So you guys, if you're listening to this right now, thank you so much. Keep listening, but then hop on over to YouTube and you can watch us as we record everything you'll listen to um, from the comfort of our home. So you can get a sneak peek and see what it's like when Kate and I are recording. It's thrilling, guys. Absolutely thrilling. Um, So check that out. Please subscribe, like, comment. All of that really, really helps. So just follow us wherever you can, right, Kate?
0: Yes. And if you want even more content from us, we are on Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash pod, And if you do that, you will get two extra bonus episodes per month, and that only costs $5 a month, not per episode, per month. And we're having a lot of fun over there. We are covering documentaries about pop culture or um, true crime, the mysterious, the unknown, anything that is intriguing to us, we are looking at and talking about. So that's another way you can support us as well. Um, as just telling a friend about the pod. So thank you so much for being here, everyone.
2: Absolutely. merci beaucoup. Mm-hmm. Bon nuit, and we will see Abiento. Um, Abiento! My lovely <laughs> accent. Um, we love you all. Oh, and also I just wanted to do a quick speaking um my perfect French as I do. Um, I would just like to say thank you, thank you, thank you. Because we did put something on our Instagram, merci, 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 because We had a massive influx of listeners from Belgium. Now, Kate and I, do we see all the statistics, we see kind of the countries and the towns that people are listening from, and we love going through all of that. But in one day, we had a huge surge of people listening to us, specifically in Brussels. I don't know if we were mentioned somewhere, um, if we were in a publication or something happened, but... Thank you for listening. Thank you and welcome to all of our new listeners. Um, if you are listening to us from Belgium and not and Belgium and know what kind of happened or if we were mentioned anywhere, please let us know. DM us Loving care podcast at um on Instagram, care at gmail.com. Kate and I are completely <laughs> confused, but really welcome it all.
0: Yeah, we love it. We love you we are dying to know what happened over there (laughs) that brought you here. So yes, please reach out, let us know. And thank you for listening.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. We will see you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.